0: Welcome to the Anime Book Club. We are beginning a new age of JoJo. Matt, are you ready? Beginning part three. Yes. Do you feel uh, significantly menaced? I do. They've ruined JoJo forever. Oh, no. They, is peaked. That... they peaked at part two. I mean, it, is this how do you feel about this introduction versus, like, you know, a New York's JoJo? Or the madness that is the very first episode of JoJo.
1: That's what I'm wondering. I don't even remember how I felt. Surely I had to have a similar feeling when we just switched to uh to Joseph.
0: Yeah. Well remember when they were like, we're gonna try to do the green book?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> we- <laughs> <laughs> oh, glad that plan fell through a little bit.
0: <laughs> exactly. But Strazo was a really good opening. I mean, the weird thing about this is like they don't have. I mean, before we get into the episodes, I mean, weird gut reaction is there is a villain, but there isn't a present villain to the degree there were in past shows in the opening episode. I explain what. Well, I mean, like, there's not like. It, it, Strazo's there, and then there's Strazo, and then but you have the. Pill- I guess maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I. I don't know. The fact that the, Yo Yo Dog Dio's back, but he's got Dio, and you you get the feeling that he's he, that he's going to send people after that. It feels way more anime. We are capital A anime now. Yes,
1: that is where I'm gonna. We'll get into the episode, but that's exactly how I felt about it. It's like this starts. to feels a lot more like a shonen jump, ironically.
0: Yes. So uh, I guess just to to cover our bases, we're watching season three. Or, I guess, technically, season two of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the uh, animation. Uh, this premiered in Japan April 5th, uh, 2014 and ran through June 20th, 2015. Uh, Fun fact, this is the second time they tried to adapt this version of JoJo. Uh, An OVA came out in 2003, which, uh, oddly enough, covered just the last arc of this series. And then was followed seven years later in the year 2000 with another OVA that did a shortened version of uh, what we're about to see leading up to that finale. Wow. This covers uh, the manga. Uh, It covers 16 volumes of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure manga. Uh, It ran from March 27th, 1989, all the way to April 14th, 1992. Okay, so 93 anime makes a lot of sense. A year later, they just recreated the final... Okay, cool. I got it. I got it. (laughs) Uh, As for the episode itself, we're going to kick off episode 1, The Man Possessed by an Evil Spirit. Uh, we open on the ocean. It is 1983, the Canary Islands, and some boat dudes are pulling Dio's coffin out of the ocean. Uh, they think it's a treasure chest with D I O written on the outside of it.
1: Specifically, pronounced in English.
0: I know it's D I O. Oh, what could that be? What could Who this? Could... What could this treasure be?
1: We called bullshit. I think last episode too. It was like he wasn't in it. <laughs> Arena was in it.
0: People are livid in the community about this. Um,
1: like, I think they already <laughs> retconned it. Didn't he say that they found a second chamber in this episode?
0: Yeah, That we cut to the narrator and it's like, this boat was then found abandoned. There was, like, warm coffee and treats. And uh, they found a, a coffin that was blowtorched open with a hidden compartment underneath of it. So the mathematics they're saying is that Arena climbed into the coffin I guess maybe she closed it to hide from the explosion, but while she closed it, Dio, Severed Head Dio, chopped off the head of Jotaro, dragged the body over to the coffin. Maybe there was an underneath trap door that he got inside of and then locked and then hung out in there for 100 years.
1: Before Reyna found her way into
0: it. No, after. I think she, I think she and the baby jumped into the coffin, I think the only way this works is there's a hidden under door. Like there's a magician's door underneath that he like got in while it was all exploding. Oh. Or, there's no or, logistics
1: for this. I don't know. Like I'm a, hole, a head dragging a body
0: <laughs> got but, into the chamber while she was clutching a baby and somehow didn't notice. Maybe I right, right, plan two, plan B which also doesn't make sense after they pick her out of the coffin and they let it sink into the ocean. uh, Dio is just a severed head in the ocean. Notices that swims over. And because he's underwater, the body isn't as heavy and drags the body into the coffin, closes it and decides to hide in a secondary inner cabinet for reasons.
1: For a hundred years, even though he can apparently survive at the bottom of the ocean otherwise.
0: He had to have locked it from the inside and then was underwater. I don't know. Whatever. Dio was in a coffin for a hundred years.
1: But dude, man, they started right off with Dio's back. Like that was the first seconds of this show. No intro or anything is Dio's back.
0: It's really funny because like they want you in on the joke. Like later on, they will reference the return of Dio in a lot of way, but they don't play games. They're like, yo, Dio's back. Dio is yeah, like, 110% back.
1: Like between you and the internet, I already knew that he was gonna be like the villain of this season, but I thought it was gonna be like a third act reveal or something. Like <laughs> another, it was me, Dio, all along. It, yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, dude, like, nope, you're not free of vampires yet. I'm not inventing new villains. Yeah. I ain't wasting my time with that.
0: Nah, Dio. And people kept asking, where's I, I, I envision a terrible world where like Japan, 1980s Japan did not Love the Pillerman w- the way the way we did, and Shonen Jump was just inundated with like, "Where's Dio letters?" and he's like, "Fine, fine."
1: <laughs> I don't it, know. Was, what were the first two parts in Shonen Jump? Is that where is that where this whole thing started?
0: So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure ran in Shonen Jump all the way up until Still Ball Run, um, okay. which is JoJo Seven. Which at that point JoJo switched from being a weekly manga to a monthly manga. Man, because I know we're not
1: too deep into this episode yet. We're still talking about like the first minute i yeah, think
0: i think we're still within the first 45 seconds yes
1: <laughs> but it feels so different than the previous two seasons like this one started to feel like it came from shonen jump
0: yeah this this definitely has a feel well i mean in a certain way it's like a uh, chicken to the egg did this help define how shonen well, jump operates for us when we got there
1: you may have a point although that, that, that sh- was it shonen jump that had the requirement and like you got to have nameable moves dude we got a merchandise
0: I don't know. There that, that's always the belief. I think it just it helps uh if you're a, if you're an author you need people to be yelling out names that they know. Mm. I mean no one was running maybe people were just running around being like come on clackers. I think the the Kenshin guy had that issue, didn't he?
1: Or is like he didn't really want to name moves like you gotta. You gotta. You have to.
0: Maybe, I don't know. He had a lot of named moves. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know enough. I don't know about that, but yeah, this definitely does feel I think the other problem, oh man, it's, it sounds so weird to start this with the word problem, but it taking place in Japan, I think they lean into some of the more Japanese kind of things that Japan
1: and uh, high school.
0: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) God. Yeah. It's such a
1: drastic shift of tone that we're not even at that part. yet. Let's, we should probably move on. Yeah. Let's
0: continue to move on as we, we have a mixed emotions about the start of this. Uh, We finally have our first of many title cards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> letting us know that we are watching Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, we flash forward four years. It is 1987. Uh, we are now in Japan, and uh, we are being given the uh, the information about uh, Jotaro Kudro or Kuto Jotaro. He is 17 years old. His dad is Japanese and a jazz musician who's on tour. His mom is an American uh, woman of British descent, uh, and the police nonchalantly mention they think the name Jojo is dumb. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna break my rule of reveals and just call Jojo uh, Jotaro's Toro's mom Holly because I don't want to write I don't want to keep saying Jo Toro's mom. That works for me. Thank God. All right, so uh, Holly is there with the police officer. She's worried that Jojo's in jail because he has killed someone. <laughs> She's like straight off it's like, how many people did he kill? My murderous son. She there is a subplot that goes through these two episodes of her worried that her son is just a serial killer. Thanks. I want to know what... God,
1: I want to see the life of her raising Jotaro up to this point. We get a, we get a clip of it. We're,
0: we're going to get to that in a second. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the police inform her that he was jumped, and he fought back, and he, he basically beat up everybody, and he's so super cool. And uh, also have the revela- revelation that the cops don't actually want Jotaro to be there. And they're like, please take him with you. We have a waiting list for that cell in particular. There's so much crime in 80s Japan, Matt. <laughs> Uh, is it just
1: me or does he vaguely call back the, like, the giant pig American cop, the fat guy?
0: Kind of, a little fat, little fat cop, little fat cop. He's, he's pretty harmless though. Yeah, they don't seem um, as bad.
1: They're not, they're not coming off as corrupt.
0: I kept waiting for these to be bad cops and they just seem to be like weird, harmless bureaucrats. They seem like uh, the victims in the circumstance. They also seem like the victims, yes. Um, we basically have a whole bunch of things. A uh, Holly, I feel like takes a lot after Susie, her mom. Uh, she's uh, blonde and flighty. I think she's real sweet.
1: <laughs> I, I got a, at The first bit of this episode, I got a bit of both of them in it. It seems like a pretty decent combination of their, uh, of Joseph and, and uh, Susie Q.
0: Yeah. She's got a nice little mix of it. And, um, yeah. yeah. She, she goes to the cell and then she has like full blown flashbacks of, of young Joe Jotaro. We see him like running in elementary school and is basically like a handsome boy. My baby, my baby boy, my baby, my baby, my poor poor murdering baby boy, (laughs) my possible murderous son. He's so (laughs) handsome. Um, Yeah, she like runs to the cell and um, they really just want him to get out of there. And she gets there and immediately the illusion of uh, this Jojo being sweet is shattered (laughs) Um, as he is completely rude and tells her to shut up. And he's like, I got to stay in this cage because I'm possessed. And I don't a
1: bitch like right out the gate.
0: I don't. Is this the was did what have we already been bitched?
1: I thought yes. that was later. I think that was like his introduction is like be quiet, bitch.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess so. He's real. He's real. He's real mean 80s guy. Like
1: he he endears you real fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, he looks to the camera and says, shut up, bitch.
1: There's no Joseph.
0: Exactly. It's not a he's neither a gentleman nor a precocious prankster. Um but yeah he's explained that he believes He's possessed by an evil spirit and Doesn't really know how it works and is worried That at any moment uh It could take him over Uh The cops then re- restate that they really Just want him out of there and In a humorous comedy beat all of the People who are also in jail like Jam up against the cell and are also like get This guy out of here he's haunted he's haunted To which the cops just hit him with a Nightstick and then tell them to go back into their cage <laughs> Um Jotaro then shotguns a beer to prove how cool he is. Uh, He stabs him with a pen. He drinks it real quick. And they're all like, wait, how did he get that beer? He can't have a beer. And then, God, I love this moment. They notice that he has a boombox and is reading Shonen Jump. And they start freaking. (laughs) I wrote in my notes, like, what if he had a skateboard? Those cops (laughs) would be dead. Well, it's even worse because, like, he's reading a Shonen Jump. Punks read Shonen Jump only punk he's listening to a sumo match and reading a reading shonen jump
1: like a delinquent
0: he should be pounding a sunny d right now
1: like a cool kid is too cool for our rules
0: this kid is so cool <laughs> I, <laughs> it is funny how much the show's just like look how cool he is please Look how cool this guy is. I do like
1: that we get to see him without a hat for a few minutes, at least, though.
0: You get to at least study the... You get to see the biology of JoJo 3. Um, We then have a moment where JoJo, or Jotaro, uh, Jotaro wants to prove that he has an evil spirit, and we see a ghost hand come out of his hand and grab a cop's gun, and then he uh, shoots himself in the head. However, the ghost hand stops the bullet, freaks everybody out, and uh, Holly in particular seems to be more like focused in on this than everyone else who's like what's going on we then smash cut to the airport (laughs) uh we have a great scene between holly and joseph i i already dig old man joseph
1: He's great it's not me i'm not crazy right he looks different than the old man joseph we saw at the end of part two
0: yes the animation style is a little bit different
1: okay Cause he feels like he just looked too different to me. Like he's almost a different person.
0: Yeah. I think the animation models are a little bit, he's a little skinnier. Um, And I don't know if you feel the same way, but is he wearing the red stone? He's wearing a red stone. (laughs) I don't know if he's just wearing the red stone for kicks now.
1: Yeah. Why wouldn't you like that thing saved his life. Literally.
0: I'd yeah, keep and, that thing around. And the prophecy's done for. The Pillarmen yeah. are gone, so they don't really need the stone of the ancients.
1: <laughs> maybe, God. Maybe, uh, maybe his mom, um, Lisa. Lisa told him to keep it.
0: Yeah, I guess you know she. Maybe she handed it down to him. Technically, he's guarding the stone, but for, in case there's more Pillarmen. It's any just. Point.
1: Yeah, it's just red. There's no close-up on it. Um, and uh, what's her God? I keep forgetting her name. Holly is wearing Holly. a very similar-looking stone too. By the way.
0: Oh, that's a, oh! I didn't notice that. All right, maybe oh, yeah. they all wear a stone. Maybe that's a, a Joe Star thing now.
1: You know, like the star that's always been around in everyone's thing and everyone's neck
0: forever. So I, not to no, we'll get into that when we get into. <laughs> okay, that. we'll get into that. Uh, we have a we have a great conversation back and forth with Joseph and Holly. We learned that uh, Joseph runs the Joe Star Real Estate Agency. I have um, kind of a an almost like Yakuza vibe from that. Yeah, there's something that doesn't seem like. I always thought he'd work for for Speedwagon, like he would like inherit or take over the Speedwagon Foundation. But no, that seems like a front. I didn't trust him when he said that. Right, right. What is he fronting
1: for? Like, how is how all people is Joseph a realtor? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I could see, you. I could see you in a nice house. Uh, you know, full, finished. Next, you are gonna say, "I
1: wish you had a full porch." <laughs>
0: oh uh, i'll buy it <laughs> in cash yeah right now asking no inspection needed mr joestar <laughs> crap now that's another show i want to see i want to see joseph joestar real estate agent
1: oh i'm down for that one yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god we need to see uh, joseph in the house of commons with d and uh no joseph in the house of lords Deal in the house of commons and we also need to see this real estate show. Jonathan, oh, Jonathan,
1: in the House of Lords.
0: Yeah, Jonathan in it. Oh God, <gasps> Joseph, Joseph house hunting would be great. He invented HDTV. I am missing
1: Jonathan so much just because of how much of an asshole Judda is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and we have also. So did you pick up on this? Is like he, she's like, oh, thank you for coming, Daddy. He's like, I oh, always come and help you out, Holly. She's mm-hmm. like, what is, what does Mom think? And he's like, I told Susie I was on business. Are Susie and Holly not talking? <laughs> What does this scene mean? I, she's in Japan. Like, I don't know how much they communicate. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah, long maybe distance she, calls, man. I know. Well, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know how to. That made me feel. as as a guy who is a Susie fan, I have to at least hold that up until I forget about that fact for like two episodes. Uh, I'm I'm curious what she's up to. It if she's worried, worried about a baby. Yeah. Uh, We then have a great thing where Holly uh, hugs uh, hugs Joseph so much that he gets embarrassed and has to yell at people around him, and then she tickles him, and it's great. It's awesome. It's really funny.
1: His robot hand, like, freaks out while he's getting tickled, too. I like that little detail.
0: It makes so many great little robot hand noises. Yeah. Like,
1: Like, oh, wait, he lost his hand, and somehow in the 1940s, we had robot hand technology.
0: They technically they teased. Remember in the in the flash of what the Speedwagon Industries was up to, they made robot hands. Even though that's totally a Nazi robot hand, because uh, remember he said like Stroheim gave me this hand. Yeah. Oh.
1: So, once again, the bullshit like Nazi super science thing. But all right.
0: But the Speedwagon found it. I, at some point, he traded up for a Speedwagon hand.
1: I'll assume yes, he has yeah, to have.
0: In the fifties, he had to he had to get a replacement hand, uh, an American made. Right from the right from Washington D.C.
1: So also we were justified in thinking of Joseph as the American JoJo then because it feels like he's yeah. gone full, like he's he's immigrated he's he seems to be <laughs> out of America now his daughter is considered American
0: yeah so he, he he stayed there that's why I think he had and he's and he's a real estate agent nothing more American than that <laughs> nothing more American than that uh, we then cut back to the uh, to the the prison. <laughs> The, the, it, they do a good job of like not cutting into any of the travel time. Like, there's no, there's no Mark the Nazi in a car scene in this in this episode. They just cut back and forth. We've gone to the airport. Now we're back at the prison. Uh, they try to talk to uh, Joe about what's going on, and Holly admits that she saw the ghost hand. Oh no, we're we're still we're still at the airport. I'm sorry, I forgot a scene. Uh, they they talk a little bit about Joe Holly admits that she saw like a weird hand come out of her son. And uh, Joseph's response is to snap his finger. And we see this mysterious dude get up from behind him.
1: Oh, uh, f- a fun, friendly dude. Yeah.
0: Who- whoever could this dude be? Um, <laughs> And now we're back in the hotel. Uh, it is a hotel. Jesus. We're now back at jail. Well, you know what? Hotel jail. I mean,
1: <laughs> the way Jeter is making himself home. Yeah.
0: Like I, as much as I love this show, how does that stuff fit through the bars in the window? Like he has a table, a clock radio, an RC car, like a coffee maker. Like
1: I, I know we're trying to avoid talking about things that are about to happen before we talk about it, anyways. Yeah. But his, his stand is getting him all that shit. Have we even yeah. established the range of a stand yet?
0: Like, can it I, wander the town while he's in there? Can I? Can I uh, say a thing to you that's only just going to make you is yeah let's cut this argument like four episodes early maybe six episodes early yes. uh his stand for the rest of time is referred to as a short-range stand so try <laughs> to figure that out
1: somewhere all this stuff already existed in the in like the police precinct
0: maybe it maybe it's the evidence locker do you think he's robbing the evidence locker like all of those things are like crime scene
1: yeah that's official headcanon right now there's no <laughs> oh, other explanation shit, for the... this
0: What's that cop thing where they can they can just take stuff? Oh shoot, I don't know what it is. Like but there's backwards. like a thing. Uh forfeiture. forfeiture. It's all oh, stuff yeah. that was forfeited. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. That, that's 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 my new head cannon. he never left the station he's just taking stuff from the evidence room or it's the
1: the room the only explain he has an rc like little race car in there when
0: they yeah, show he's up. Just driving around which is great because the cop is just watching he's like oh no he keeps getting more stuff he's got he gets, more if he gets anything more i'm gonna get fired
1: <laughs> what i love is just how like the jail cells in this in this show are like basically dungeons there's no lighting down there whatsoever (laughs) i'm assuming it's probably cold and smells bad it's it
0: maybe but he's probably brought a bunch of air fresheners and and scented candles
1: maybe intentionally maybe reflexively i can't tell how much control he has right now i know over the thing that possesses him
0: it's really great that we're spending a lot of time dwelling on stuff that I don't think the show is gonna dwell on and, and eventually recons and how all of the stuff works.
1: That's what we did through all of part two, so
0: Yeah, I mean at a certain point we're we're in the we're already in the air and he's building the plane. Like the rules of this stuff kinda get crystallized and and, and will be better understood in future Jojo's. Um but yeah, the cops freaking out. That's where we were. I, I had to find my part in the notes where I said the cop is freaking out about all the stuff. Uh, and then Joseph comes into the scene, which is great because the cops are like, who are you? And his response oh. is just picking them both up. Just is he, is it just,
1: them. Was this the first scene where you realized that Joseph is a giant?
0: He is so huge. And I can't tell if that's because he's yeah. huge and the Japanese and Asians are tiny.
1: Is it like, the Is it the old like european Asian thing? like is that what Iraqi's doing here, or is it just because Joseph is huge?
0: Well, he's like six, four, six, five. And if they're all like, you know, five, one, five, two, He's he's a lot bigger
1: than Holly. Like Holly doesn't
0: seem that tall. Even for yeah, her Holly, Holly seems to scale.
1: <laughs> she is taller than the cops, though, so maybe it is an American thing.
0: Yeah, she's not freakishly taller than not that,
1: freakishly, but she is a lot. She's still taller, noticeably he, taller. He's a biggin. He's a biggin'. Well, he was always he was always huge. Like God, I guess yeah, even yeah. even by an, like even when he was standing toe to toe with other Americans, he was still pretty big.
0: Yeah, he, he was he's a big old guy. Uh, we then have that, I love how this looks, there's this thing where they, the camera is on Joseph and, and Jotaro's feet and they're like dramatically stepping towards each other while talking, and I thought that looked awesome. It's dramatic. It looks so dramatic. Um, we have like a little bit of a stare down and it looks like jo- Joseph, it, Joseph is kind of feeling himself until he realizes that uh, Jotaro has just stolen his pinky finger. That doesn't I mean,
1: seem to set him back too far. It's like Little Robot Pinky Finger, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's his robot one. He didn't rip off his organic pinky finger. But he, he took his robot one and just like, when did he take that? He's super fast. What's happening? Oh my goodness. His powers. Um, He does like a big monologue, which then ends with him snapping his finger again for Dude, or as we were immediately told, Avdol. Um, I had to
1: look up what that was a reference for.
0: Oh, what is that a reference to? I didn't bother to look it up.
1: Paula Abdul. Oh, Paula Abdul! Of course. I would not have guessed that.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! I immediately
1: well, went to Google when we saw his name. I was like Abdul? What? What is
0: that? You need to remember that some of their stuff are just weird pronunciations. That's great. Yeah. So yes, we are introduced to Muhammad Abdul, <laughs> or Abdul. Abdul. Yeah. Who, yeah, Abdul Muhammad Abdul, who is uh, His Egyptian friend that he met three years ago. Yeah, that's that's his entire backstory. Yep. Here's my Egyptian buddy. I you know years ago now you know everything you need to know. It's no where you can literally summon of that. Um, the cops freak out about like the fact that there's this this Egyptian dude has come forward, and they basically have a deal where, um Joseph tells uh, Avdol that he's like, get Joe get Jotaro out of that cell." And uh Avdol summons a fireman bird called Magician's Red. I can't wait. We're gonna get the word. He and I don't know why I'm sticking name to
1: this. Of, did he announce the name of it immediately? I thought he like taunted Jojo with that later.
0: No, Joseph says it. Okay. Joseph cuts a promo. Like Abdal <laughs> summons fire bird thing, and Joseph is like, this is his power. His his evil spirit is called Magician's Red.
1: Oh yeah. And Abdal was glowing red at the same time too. Like fire was engulfing him for some reason.
0: Yeah. Because Magician's Red has fire powers. All fire. Um, and he basically blasts Jojo or Jotaro with heat that slams him up against the wall. And the cops freak out because they can't see the fire or magicians red or anything, but they're just seeing <laughs> Jotaro like hover up into the air and slam and be held up against the wall. While the thermostat is going nuts.
1: Their best explanation is he plastered himself against the wall. <laughs> yeah.
0: Even though he's like three feet from the floor. <laughs> he's hovering in the air. They're like that delinquent. <laughs>
1: he's such levitating punk, himself such a punk thing to do
0: he's not even oh. not even respecting the laws of gravity stop punking on gravity kid <laughs> have respect that's the problem with kids these days they don't respect gravity matt uh we then get the revelation uh, the reveal the awesome reveal of jotaro's evil spirit uh, who's a big purpley dude who uh, blasts out of the uh, the hold and then grabs uh, Magician's Red by the neck. We now learn uh, one of the big rules moving forward for all of JoJo. If a stand is hurt, the user feels its pain because we could see that Avdol's neck has like the finger imprints that Magician's Red has. So we're we're given kind of like a big rule of JoJo. The stand is vaguely like Incan looking, I would say. Yeah, it's got. I can't tell if it's kind of like. There's a part where like it's kind of dressed like a Pillarman in a certain way. Ish, yeah. It's got Pillarman vibes. That's our Pillarman.
1: I'll have to deal with it. It's got the eight
0: pack. It it does. It's 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 ripped. It's ripped. Um, uh, while Abdal is getting choked, he kind of looks over at Joseph and is like, "Yo, do I have your permission to send this guy to the hospital?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, dude." <laughs> and uh, we have our first. Uh, an attack of the show, red bind, which is basically a giant fire whip. Um, that he like wraps up Jojo Jotaro in and slams him into the bars of the cell. This
1: has all been so insane. Have we even mentioned this is all a fight just to get Jojo outside of the cell? I guess I, I didn't really st-
0: give the stakes. So, the yeah, other reason they're fighting, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like Joseph just showed up, like, all right, come home. He's like, no, I don't wanna. It's like, all right, I'm gonna make you.
0: My favorite thing is, and Joseph, maybe it's because he's stubborn, refuses to give. And This is something kind of moving forward in these two episodes. He has a couple of conversations where he doesn't convince Jotaro enough because he leaves out like a vital piece of information the audience understands. Mm-hmm. It's here he's like, come with me. We got to do this. So he's like, no, I have an evil spirit. He doesn't go like, no, we know all about evil spirits. Come with me. It's It's okay. You're cool. Instead, he's like, my Egyptian friend will beat you until you get out of this cage. <laughs> Great low stakes. Great low stakes. Um, Holly notices that jo- uh, Jotaro's uh, evil spirit starts to fade. And uh, this rule, and I almost don't even want to cover this because this is dropped in the future. <laughs> um, Joseph explains that because jo- Jotaro cannot breathe well, uh, that his spirit is losing powers. Uh, similar to Haman this is a rule they do not keep i'm going to spoil so you're not going to constantly have people being like choked or lose air if I, you were worried about that i was um and then we finally get the thing so i can just say this from now on uh, joseph explains that these spirits are called stands
1: you know the way he said it too it was like because yours is standing next to you
0: I, I think I, I think it's like a royal you in a certain point. Like they stand by your side. Yeah. We will call them stands. I um, didn't
1: I didn't realize it was such a, a plebeian reason for them to be called stands. I yeah, they
0: really didn't <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, if you've been hearing stands for like twenty years and the reason is like, oh a ghost man stands next to you. So yeah. we call stands. <laughs> I thought it was a little deeper than that this whole time. Nope. I
1: was you know, I don't know what I thought exactly, but it wasn't just that it stands next to you. It's called a stand.
0: Yeah. What were you expecting? Well, not that. Well, not that. <laughs> it's I know it is kind of a, a real plebeian reason. Um, we have some some uh, threats back and forth. Uh, you know, Jojo and and Abdol kind of argue and threaten each other and uh jo- Tro is finally able to escape from the red bind by kicking a table backwards he breaks a water pipe and the uh water dashes uh, or puts out all the fires and then he has his stand rip the cage apart and it looks like he's about to either beat or stab avdal to death with like uh bars from the cage
1: a piece of the ca- yeah a piece of the uh prison cell yeah
0: yeah. Um, however, before the fight can continue, Abdol uh, calmly and immediately uh, turns around and walks away. Uh, he reveals to everyone that uh, Jotaro has actually stepped out of the cell to attack him, so he counts that as a win. Uh, they then have a semantic argument about how the fight would have gone had they continued. Did you notice the weird
1: cutting, too, when I went back to Jotaro after he admitted that? It did like a like a scrolling up his body and it is hard cuts while it's doing that for some weird reason.
0: The direction in this episode is a little strange, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's it, it, it's I don't know. It's a weird little thing. It's it's a weird little teasy fight. I mean, Abdal outsmarted Jotaro. It's it's I don't know. I I think it's a neat little exchange. I know we talked a long time about something that actually happens pretty quickly. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then Jotaro's Jotaro's wearing his hat again. I think he's been for a little bit now, and now yeah. we're back to his hair disappearing into the hat. Yep. Which I thought was going to be more clear when it had to be, you know, animated and moved.
0: But no, they managed to maintain that mystery. Yep. (laughs) Mystery uh, not solved. Uh, They basically all agree that they're going to leave finally, and Joseph says that uh, Jotaro has a lot to learn about stands and everything that's going on. And uh, we get our first ad break, and we uh, now, I guess, uh, maybe this will be a thing that will continue forever now. Uh, they give stats, weird, like, Transformers toy stats for all the stands now for the commercial like breaks. A, like
1: a Poke- It's almost like a who's that Pokemon thing between the between yeah. advertisements. But now we got and, stands.
0: And uh, at least on Verve, they did not translate what any of those uh, things were.
1: Oh, no, I think they did on Crunchyroll.
0: Oh wow. So you maybe have an idea that it was strength, speed, range, learning. Um
1: most of them were question marks.
0: Oh, okay. Never mind. Yes.
1: Stan names magician red, stan's name, Muhammad Stan Master, Muhammad of all. Okay, they did yeah. translate.
0: So yeah, there we go. Well, I mean like the, the things on that uh the the, the Pentagon.
1: Oh no, those were un- those were untranslated entirely.
0: Yeah, so it's like no strength, idea. speed, learning, something, something. I don't know
1: this has contributed to the the different feeling of this part 3 pre- compared to the previous two.
0: I guess so, yeah. It well it's kind of like it reminds me this is so weird to say. Like the, what happened to like Yu-Gi-Oh's roots and what Yu-Gi-Oh became because like the Yu-Gi-Oh manga like had a whole it was a whole bunch of different games. Yeah. And then they had that one about the card game and that had such a huge response they rebooted the manga just to be about the card game. And this has kind of a feel of that.
1: I did eventually do Dice Monsters, or not Dice Monsters, but like a dice game too. Ooh. Dice. Yeah.
0: Yugi Dice. This is like a it. Dice Yugi
1: thing for a little bit. It's about as far as I ever watched, though. Well, yes. But, but yeah, guess what? <laughs> that's what it feels like.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's so weird because this feels more, this feels less like so. So, like seasons one and two of JoJo is like, oh man, this is something I could have seen late now in the Sci Fi channel. And now we've kind of entered tsunami Adult Swim category.
1: Yes. That's perfect.
0: <laughs> a a uh, an analogy only people born in the 80s would truly understand to
1: be fair though it feels a lot more like that in the next episode compared to this one mm-hmm. like this one starts down that path and the next one we're in high school and it's yeah just, oh my god
0: i think that's something that's yeah both of us have have, have issue with um let me see here we're, we're after the ad break uh they're now in a cafe everyone's eating lunch jojo Ah uh, calls his loving mom a bitch, so the bitch counts is up two. Yeah, uh, she totally doesn't mind or is completely desensitized to it, and Joseph is like um, totally not cool with him calling Holly a bitch.
1: Thank God Joseph got on that though, man. Like, My don't favorite, call
0: your mom a bitch. <laughs> My favorite thing in the world is I've seen on, on I don't remember where I saw maybe Reddit or YouTube, but someone did a smash cut where he's like respect your mom, and they someone did a super cut of all the things he said to Lisa Lisa. <laughs> that's he didn't okay okay
1: (laughs) not fair yeah he didn't know he didn't know and there was no way that she looked like she even could be his mother at that time
0: oh but you know she was 50 she was 50 I love
1: this show. I love this show so much. It's, just, it's pretty good. Uh, I've never oh. been to Japan, but you notice that all the writing on the cafe was in English.
0: Oh, really? Maybe they're in like... Well, all right. So, can I headcanon this? Do it. Joseph had to eat it in an American-themed restaurant.
1: Given his attitude towards everything yeah. we've seen in the next episodes, I believe that entirely. I'm that not going to eat any. Tea.
0: He's like, I'm not going to eat any sushi garbage. The Japanese took my daughter. Even though planes exist, the Japanese took my daughter. Um, and also, yeah, the great revelation that it like her mom, like Holly's in a loving marriage. It's just the husband's on tour.
1: <laughs> a famous jazz musician. We are never gonna see that man, are we? Nope. <laughs> never even mentioned again. Don't even know what
0: instrument he plays. <laughs> I imagined he was a singer. Ooh, I've, I always thought I always envisioned. Was well, weird. I don't know why I always envisioned. I always thought he was a saxophone player.
1: You would. You
0: yeah. would. You would. What if he was a pianist? Uh, the weird part is
1: at this point in time we're starting to get a better idea of what Holly's character is like. And yeah. then it is like how did Joseph and Susie Q raise someone like this?
0: I <laughs> uh, she's she's got some Susie in her. I know she's like so innocent in compared to like because like like, Joseph and and Susie's relationship was, like, them poking fun at each other constantly, and mischief. And they have, like, the most sincere daughter in the world.
1: Yeah, but It's, like, more than that. It's not just innocent. It's not airheaded. That's not what the right word is. And I yeah. only know her for two episodes. I don't want to insult Holly already, but she's yeah. just... She's like, Mom, you're a bitch. She's like, okay. Hey, you can't let him call you that. Okay. It's like, Yeah, what? she kind of goes
0: with the flow. Yeah, she just... <laughs>
1: Nothing seems to get her down other than the idea that her son might kill people for fun. Yeah,
0: well, I'm saying it's like, if her bar is Jotaro may be a murderer, anything of him not murdering people might be a win.
1: You know, the, Sheila had a legitimate fear about that, too. Like, before the whole Stan thing was even yeah. in her life, she thought her son might be a killer.
0: Yeah, she's like, oh my god, he's one of them. He seemed like such a nice boy, but then we found the bodies. Like, that's her constant thought.
1: When he started wearing that giant ridiculously oversized chain as part of his outfit
0: (laughs) stop wearing that you know how hard it is to wash that chain jotaro shut up (laughs) bitch wash my chain (laughs) oh my goodness what 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 was even happening oh yeah they're sitting at that table in that cafe and uh he jotaro basically asked for like yo what's the deal of this season of jojo and uh, Joseph re, uh, recaps the, the the coffin, saying that Dio's back after 100 years. Um, gives like a short thing of the boat thing. But neglects to mention that Dio is a vampire. And they have this big communication breakdown about how Dio could be alive after 100 years. And instead of saying he's a vampire, he goes, he's evil incarnate. And Jotaro's like, that's stupid. This is stupid. That's what I loved.
1: Like they almost immediately went into a, uh, like just Joseph immediately laid it down. It's like, okay, this is the plot of this side, this this season, this plot. This is the bad guy. Let's get together and do it. And Jotaro's just no, no. <laughs> what?
0: There's so I, many holes in the story.
1: <laughs> Joseph bought it so readily, like, even for the life Joseph had. The fact that yeah. he just learned about Dio was like, hey, Dio's back. It's our family's blood curse to fight this man. Yeah. Of all people, Joseph seemed like the one of the last people to accept the idea of the blood curse idea. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, he said he literally shot an ancient as an ancient like human into space. I don't know how Joseph's like. How does he view things after that? And Joseph doesn't mention vampires, right? Like, just say he's a vampire. Don't say he's evil incarnate.
1: What would that have made his story any more believable, though? Like, I don't. At this point, he's already past the point of.
0: I guess so. Well, well, you know what? Never mind, because like we have a great moment where like Jojo's like, "How do you believe this stuff, Abdul?" and Abdul's like, "There are stands. Like everything's fair game if there are stands."
1: That's fair. And Abdul, I think, is this the point where he reveals that I've always had stands?
0: That's at the end of the scene, which is (laughs) real crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but never mind. Wait a minute. My favorite thing in almost all of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure then happens because Joseph's like, "You want to know how I know about Dio?" And Abdul hands him a camera, like a Polaroid camera, and then he just karate chops it. <laughs> and like you see like purple vines, like uh ivy vines like growing out of his hand. He karate chops the camera and does uh he does spirit photography. And he's like, "My my stand allows me to take pictures of anyone I want. It's spirit photography." And a waiter comes over and goes like, "Hey, I heard a man screaming and smashing a camera. Is everything okay?" And Abdul's like, "Get out of here, waiter." no way we're fine we're fine um i do have to mention so in the 1990s anime which i think i own the dvds for it somewhere instead of saying spirit photography in the dub they said psychography and i still think that's one of the coolest terms i've ever heard
1: Psychography, i'm into that i like that term
0: my ability is psychography. And I'm like, oh, crap. That's the coolest.
1: But anyway, his proof that this all is real is that he punches a camera and a picture of a strange man comes out on it.
0: Whoa, whoa! whoa. before before that, he's holding on to the picture and he's like, hey, everybody, real quick. Holly, Jotaro, check the back of your neck. You know how you all have that star <laughs> birthmark? Well, the
1: thing that we've always talked about for over three seasons.
0: So, all right this is my favorite thing because you know how like Zappelli didn't have kids and all of a sudden he had kids that star is not in the first two Jojo's manga it was added to the animes because they needed to check their math but those stars were not in a single panel of Jojo's one or two in the manga
1: that's amazing so so that's Retroactive, because they had a whole big thing in part one too about you know Dio's. Remember when Dio's birthmark came out of nowhere for us?
0: Oh, his ear birthmark that went away. Yeah, that thing. It's the evil mark, man. It's the evil mark
1: that made him destined to go down this path and fight JoJo forever. Yeah, yeah, he did it again with this star. Um, and it's not even most scenes. Like I've tried immediately when when uh, Joseph said that I. I guess from now on is he's back to being Joseph. He's no longer JoJo yeah sad times
0: that's, that's gonna be uh, it's gonna take the bulk of us covering the show to really get comfortable with that
1: probably the moment also, he mentioned this are going
0: no i'm just saying also someone who writes notes i miss the freedom of a four character main character no jojo made it easier to write notes now i have joe taro and joseph
1: very simple just call one jojo another one's joseph now I know. Um, But yeah, the moment he said that, I paused it and said, "Hold the phone."
0: Yeah.
1: No, and I immediately started. I started diving through old episodes to try and find that birthmark. Because like no way, it it is in there. It took me a while to find it. It shows up once uh, during part one. You can see it on Jonathan when he fights Targus. Yeah. There's a moment when he like just goes all naked, like he loses his shirt and everything, and you can see it on Jonathan's back and that. I didn't see it anywhere else because it's, you'd be surprised at how rare an angle in this anime is where you get a clear shot of, of uh, Jojo's back left neck. But
0: I hope you're excited to see a lot of Jojo back left necks. in the I,
1: future. I guess I have to be. And in a, we could see it on
0: Joseph
1: um, when he's fighting
0: Santana. Yeah,
1: and those were the first and only moments I was able to find of seeing that stupid birthmark in the anime.
0: He took it off. He took off his jacket and flashed that birthmark to the to the screen and went, "Hey, everybody, we solved it."
1: Yeah, and I obviously the anime didn't care at the time to mention it in any specific way at all.
0: Yeah, no, because it wasn't mentioned in the original script. They just added it. <laughs> so great, it's oh, so
1: great. They had, um, and- <laughs> they had the power to do that, and I can't, I can't fault them for doing it.
0: They had to. They, yeah. That had to have been in meeting one. So they're like, so you guys want to retroactively add that birthmark in? Yeah. And one guy's like, what if Zapelli had kids? <laughs> and Jojo, the anime was saved.
1: Uh, also, he he laments that every time he has to use his power, it costs him a 30,000 yen camera.
0: Yeah, it was like something where it's like, ah, oh, this three hundred yeah, which I think breaks down to like three hundred bucks like I have to spend three hundred dollars every time I have to use my powers. Two hundred and seventy-three and sixty-three cents. Oh, there we go. But you know, he's got that real estate money. He just gotta sell enough houses. Then he could look least, up at anything.
1: At least by 2021 uh trade.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh and we find out the reason he's talking about these birthmarks. Like it Joe gets frustrated, so he snatches the Polaroid from him and then sees uh, the picture develops and we see a mysterious, well it's Dio, we see Dio and Dio's got the birthmark <laughs> and you're like wait a minute, why would Dio have the birthmark and then in- and it looks awesome, I actually think they drew this really really well, uh, Joseph is screaming at the camera, he has the body of my grandfather Jonathan Jostar
1: <laughs> uh, who I still have a soft spot for man
0: Hey, like, technically I- he's in the show, technically he's here, his heart's in it
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> you're gonna hear from my lawyer.
0: Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get I think this is awesome stakes because J- Dio's back and he has the body of Jonathan. Um, and basically, it is explained that when Dio woke up four years ago, it activated stands or gave the potential stands to all the Joe stars. And Abdal's like, I had it since I was a baby, and everyone's yeah. like, okay, cool, moving on. Where
1: were you when Pillarman invaded the planet? I don't know.
0: Uh, lighting fires. Yeah. Actually,
1: wait, would he have been an infant or something? Uh, how, I don't know. How old is I mean, he? About the same age as Jotaro.
0: I bet that Abdol at most is twenty-five.
1: Yeah, you're right. I guess. I guess he wouldn't have been around for the Pillarman. W- were <laughs> other Stand
0: users around for Pillarman? Abdol the- is listed as in his late twenties. He was born in the 1960s and completely missed the fight.
1: Okay, well, he's even older than uh, Jotaro. Jotaro's like seventeen, didn't they say? Yeah, that?
0: yeah. Yeah. So there's like a ten year difference between these two. Um, but yeah, so he he couldn't have helped with the Pillarman. He was a little baby, a little baby. Um, but yeah, and I think he comments like in the past, people thought like people had psychic powers, but all psychic powers are just people with stands.
1: Not Haman. Haman's not psychic powers.
0: Hell yeah, you got to use your breath.
1: But Joseph Stay hasn't used it at all yet.
0: Not yet. Not yet. You think he um I think I yeah. mentioned this
1: before. Did he just give it up because because cars made it uncool?
0: Yeah, he's just like, oh that's stupid cars running run, run, run. never using that again. <laughs> well, he got it used on him. He's like, ow, my knee still kind of hurts. Is that
1: what I do to people? <laughs> is that what I'm doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I gotta stop doing this. This is stuff's messed up. Uh we then have uh, Holly uh commenting that poor little uh no no uh Holly looks tired. Uh, we, we they they kind of look like Holly looks really kind of tired and sleepy throughout the scene, and uh, Jotaro is really hung up on his birthmark and he starts gripping it, and we immediately cut to Dio who is chilling in bed holding onto his birthmark. He can sense when uh, Joseph is taking spirit photos of him,
1: like some dark emo badass bed too. It like it's got a canopy and he's in oh, some so great. super dark mansion looking thing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> who knows where he is um and uh it's revealed that he's still drinking ladies like there's a, a dead lady that he maybe didn't finish drinking out on the stairs There's three holes in her though why three? Oh, i thought there were only two No, there's definitely three so uh, one of the one of the holes he uh he bit twice i guess
1: does he bite because he just was it just a pillerman who used fingers when they felt like it
0: yeah okay i, I don't know dio's weird dio can do what he wants yeah. no they used hands uh he used hands too? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he used hands. Maybe or... he just like it's only not clean like the pillarman. Like he sticks it like because remember when he um uh bah, 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 bah. when remember when he was drunk and he used the mask on that one homeless guy, that guy stuck his fingers into his throat.
1: Ah yeah, that was a messed up scene.
0: Vampires drink with fingers. Um and that's how the late that's how the episode wraps up. Uh something to note that I guess maybe I should have mentioned. Uh when Joseph does the little uh screams about like Jonathan's body and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the ending theme just starts like the credits start rolling Did it? this is like an extended credit sequence God, I over the there, end of the episode
1: I did not remember there even being credits in episode one I thought we'd skip them
0: it's just it's just integrated into this into this storytelling it's awesome I think it's a cool little stylus and the episode just ends and that's episode that's episode one Matt <laughs> yeah that was a hefty episode to tackle at this point yeah, I know, we had a lot to say And uh, I guess we wanted to say a lot in that Because and we're just going to go right into it uh, I think both of us have a lot of mixed emotions About episode two Who will be judged? Uh, this episode opens with an honest to God Previously on Like they have a, it says previously on It's all stylized uh, I just wanted to make a note of that Because the other times, like the other ones Every now, I don't feel like the other shows really had Official previously ons, they'd happen every now and then But it wasn't consistent
1: I remember them doing it once
0: it happened once or twice it,
1: it had to be rare yeah
0: it freaked me out when it happened
1: oh God one thing that's been interesting over this maybe it becomes more prominent in this episode than the first one the you music has taken a different tune um, yeah it is now, this might be a weird way to try and describe music I'm sure there's a better way to do it
0: does it have a Mega Man X feel to you ooh well the thing is so it is much more like um rock and roll like there's an 80s kind of rockish. Mm-hmm. like yeah that i think of Mega Man x when i think of that kind. Da-da, 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 da-da. yeah whaling guitars and stuff i i could see it i could see it it definitely has the feel it's got, um,
1: like, a, it's got like a strong I, don't, I can't remember the musical term for it but it's like there's a strong hummable tune to each one of them backed usually by usually by heavy guitar riffs of some sort
0: yeah it's 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 a different change of pace. like the style of this is very different. I mean, we're also dealing with a show where like there's not a lot of they're not cutting any fat this time. Like we have like 40 I think we have like 48 episodes of this yeah. instead of like 13. Like they're going to they really are are going to allow stuff to unfold. Uh so let's let's get going with this one. So it it opens up on the on the Kujo home once again. Uh Jotaro is heading off to school uh holly is just being cute and adorable and he calls her a bitch and then walks off so the the bitch count is up to three i think three or four it,
1: oh God, it's like it's it makes him an asshole
0: but by the third time
1: he says it, it's almost starting to become endearing yeah
0: it's just like oh so this is a bit this is their bit it's,
1: it's, it's what it's how it's their life He's, he says it with love i think yeah this is, it's a pet name. He's
0: Japanese. He doesn't know what that word means.
1: God, oh, we got, super, um, yeah, we, we, we shifted from being like English to American to very Japanese all of a sudden.
0: It's, it's a little uh, head spinny. It's really strange. Almost.
1: They, they live in one of those like old style, again, I don't know the name for it, one of those old style Japanese kind of homes. The like the paper doors and,
0: oh, yeah. The it's, one it's, level. It's, it's like Tenchi Moyo could happen in this house. Yeah. Very old fashioned. Um, And then uh, the worst part of the episode happens. Uh, Jojo gets to school, and he's uh, (laughs) swarmed by schoolgirls who all call him Jojo, and I'm probably going to actually call him Jojo a bunch during this. Uh, He's really popular. He towers over all these women. There's These two girls argue over him, and they argue in in terrible, awful ways, and uh, he yells at them to be quiet, and it just makes them more attracted to him. It goes on for a while, and I hate it. How Jojo did Harem
1: anime came out of nowhere. Yeah. No, he's God. At- it was so annoying. <laughs> I, he's got like this harem posse. And I was starting to wonder that those two, two of them started like really going at each other for a
0: little bit. Well, they had like an alpha. They had like two alphas that, that, that split yeah. out from the herd.
1: And it lasted just long enough that I started to worry. Are these two characters I'm going to have to know about? Are they going to become recurring here?
0: So I kind of debate, I wonder if that was to just lull people into like a, what is this show about? Because immediately a menacing painter appears in the scene.
1: Oh God, did you, I, I had yeah. to have done this where you were watching it too. This episode, they started um, subtitling the sounds, the uh, the, the anime. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: What is it? Like the manga sounds that have just been in all the past yeah. two parts that have always been up there and I had no idea what they were ever supposed to be. This guy has like, he's got the little manga sound characters dangling around him. And this time they're finally translated into menacing noise.
0: Menacing. So yeah, I call him the menacing painter. Yeah. He is menacing over him. The music is awesome during this sequence and he's painted like, uh, he's, he's painting Joe. He's painting Jotaro for some reason. You just see, he looks evil. The music is crazy. And he's painting, uh, Jotaro, uh, Jotaro starts walking down this really long flight of like stone stairs and the painter who has a paintbrush with a bunch of red paint on it, uh, slashes the painting's leg, which causes Jojo's leg to just erupt open, and he starts falling down the stairs. Uh, he does save himself with his stand.
1: He like grabs kinda, a stair and kind of swings. Like, uh, he grabs a uh, tree branch on the way down, and he kind of. I guess his stand is a physically attached
0: to him somehow. Well, it's he. Yeah, I guess he's like almost. It is like it's like he's magnetized to it.
1: Yeah, because his so, stand like, grabs a an branch, yeah. and then he swings through the stand's grip.
0: Or we only see one arm. Maybe the other arm of the stand is like holding him around the waist. Oh, maybe that's
1: the case. I don't maybe know. That's... if We're like getting a new physics lesson here from stands or not.
0: But yeah, he Tarzan's um, down, and and he doesn't die. He doesn't get a head injury. Is the main thing. Oh, here's death. the here's the craziest
1: thing. He fell down through the like he was walking through like the big E gate at the top. Yeah, and then he gets his. the 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 painter guy medicine painter like gashes his leg in the painting yeah and it sends him throwing down because he got a real gash in real life yeah and that never came up again
0: oh yeah don't try not to think too much about this whole fight
1: (laughs) because i thought oh his stand must be that he paints people and then what he does to them happens right that would would be a logical conclusion from this scene correct yeah you'd think Going into the rest of this episode, perhaps the rest of part three, Jojo.
0: You'd think that, oh, this (laughs) painting enemy.
1: Yeah. You think he's at least got a painting stand of some kind.
0: We're literally calling him menacing painter. We (laughs) identify him as a painter. (laughs) Just want to (laughs) establish
1: that. Yeah. So we can go into the bullshit later in this episode. (laughs) Exactly.
0: There's a, uh, yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, Jotaro is on the ground. He's like looking around and he knows that he's like, oh man, he's like, I gotta be under attack. Like he he noticed there's something wrong and something terrible. Um, Menacing painter. We cut back to him. He's up top. Well, uh, he reveals he's like, oh, he must've used his stand to, uh, to survive my attack. I too have a stand and I need to kill Jotaro for, or he wants me to kill. There's like a he in quotations. He wants me to kill Jotaro. So it's pretty obvious the menacing painter works for Dio. And uh, he is after Jotaro.
1: But apparently you can gash someone's leg open with a painting but not their throat, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like... you
0: got a you toy. That's a fair point. That <laughs> what if it was fair... a
1: one-off and he wasted it on the leg?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, I gotta make it look like an accident. <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't have been fingered to him. <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like, what were the cops
1: going to do? It's like, oh, it his throat just suddenly opened. This dude was painting him. It must have been him.
0: Well, actually, even to the cops, they're like, oh, that's that kid that tried to shoot himself a day or two ago. I guess he just killed himself. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: oh, if his stand was paint-related, I guess this is why he doesn't have a paint-related stand, because that question would come up. yeah and wonder why he really did bad. that. Not that we understand why he was able to cut his leg open.
0: Yeah. I guess also my favorite thing, too, is I would love it if the cops showed up and they'd see, like, a dead Jotaro at the bottom of the stairs. And I want one of the cops to be like, I guess you respect gravity now, punk. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, We then have the new intro. I think I wrote in my notes that intro is radical. It is generic. It's so it's so it got so much guitars.
1: It feels more regular anime to me than the past two intros have.
0: The past two intros are awesome and they slap. This one is a bunch of guitar wailing. I, I kinda like the, the part guitarist. where they, they mentioned about stands and stuff like that, but Yeah, it's the weakest. Um the first two intros are awesome. This is the weakest. But we'll see how much it grows on us.
1: Yeah, I mean wow, we had like forty episodes of Stockholms to go through with this, so
0: yeah um let's see here so after the intro we come back to the episode of the girls the swarm has surrounded jojo (laughs) as he tries to get back up uh he really looks like a freaking giant in this scene it is ridiculous like he looked bigger than before but now he looks like he's twice the size of any of those girls and uh, he's kind of like patting himself down, making sure that he's not hurting any other place in his leg. And then menacing painter walks up and hands him a handkerchief and I announces that. that he announces that his name's, uh, they have like a whole like, uh, it's like out of a cop film. Like it's super tense, but I can't tell if Jotro knows that he's the attacker or not yet. Like there's a lot of tension.
1: Yeah, like I wasn't sure either. I thought at first he had to know when he came down, but then he started acting kind of innocent after he got the handkerchief.
0: Yeah, he's like, he hands him the handkerchief and he's like, my name's Kekyoin. And he's like, oh, hey, Kekyoin, I don't recognize you around here. And he's like, I'm new in town. And then he walks off.
1: Noriako <laughs> Kekyoin.
0: Yeah. So um, I guess
1: probably Kekyoin Noriako, unless they're only changing his name.
0: So Kekyoin is like a character, like, I'm familiar with the name Kekyoin. Like, I don't okay. r- remember the other name at all. So I'm only going to call him Kekyoin because that's Force all I make. remember him. Um... We then cut to Dio for reasons, I guess. Oh yeah. Jojo touches his star. I mean, we have this thing where it's like, if Jojo touches a star, that's like us getting like a single, like, oh, we're going to go to Dio. (laughs) Like taps it. And we get a. we should have a star swipe. Why don't they have star swipes, Matt?
1: You know, they should be. You're right. Should be a star swipe to Dio every time.
0: Uh, Dio cuts a a, a promo, a delicious promo about uh, having Joseph's body. He's like, oh, this body is so great and it's awesome but too bad it's connected to the joestar line and uh he, he basically talks a while we get to see all the joestars again even george He
1: had an interesting like m- monologue there It was like i was i was going to die i was just ahead yeah. but i took my worst rival's body i have jonathan joestar's body and then he does this like weird flexing thing where like sparkles fly off of him
0: it's so great
1: it's like I think he's it's like sweat. show off my body and he's like oh, yeah it probably body. is probably is
0: like sweat but he's glistening in sweat and evil is it and i is it (laughs)
1: weird though it it doesn't feel like okay here's the thing how many episodes was part two
0: uh let me see i think part two might have been 20-ish episodes
1: it's only been 20-ish episodes then since we've seen
0: dio last it feels like forever doesn't It it feels like this isn't even dio anymore man Imagine a world where we were watching one episode a week. How long ago it would have been since we'd seen Dio. God, God. But is, is it just me? Does it like, it doesn't
1: feel like the Dio I remember. Yeah. He feels like a different person.
0: Well, I mean, the weird thing is Dio's whole identity is I hate Jonathan. And now he doesn't have a Jonathan to hate. You're right. In fact, he's more Jonathan than Dio. We don't get, and the
1: animation has changed, right? This is it not me or the animation is very different than what we used to be.
0: Oh, he's skinnier. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because so I can remember those scenes of, like, Dio, like, we get this, like, angle where we're under his chin looking up at him, and he's got this big smile on his face, like, Jojo! Yeah. I was like, I don't, I guess at this moment, he's still all silhouette
0: Yeah, he's he's very silhouette It looks like there's dudes listening to him, like, kneeling and listening to him, like, he's mm-hmm. got, like, a squad. Um, He does this really awesome pose on the stairs where like his back leg is like way back and his knee, he's like squatting, like doing a squat, uh, not a squat, but like a lunge on the stairs while leaning. It looks awesome. He looks awesome. Everything. Dio looks awesome. He's got the
1: raised heel shoes.
0: God, he's so cool. And he's, he's going to wipe out the Joe stars. I like that scene. I like, I like our Dio check-in. I'm, I'm, I miss the Pillarmen. The Pillarmen are awesome. They're Kings. But it it was neat to get a little mustache twirling.
1: Uh, uh, straight up, like, from the... Not even from Ogre Street. Where was he from? Just the gutter, I guess? He was from the gutter. Just from the gutter. Just the, yeah. From the gutter villainy.
0: Yeah, he's got that old school villainy. Um, but yeah, we, we cut back to Japan. Joseph is straight up dressed like a grandpa, and I <laughs> love it. That's a
1: good description of what he's... Like, he's got that sweater...
0: He's. I think he's got a pink shirt on, and then like yeah. a sweater on top of it, and khakis, and he looks super uncomfortable. But he's trying to sit on his knee. He's trying to like sit on his knees, and um, he and Ab- Abdul are like debating like tea and coffee, that and a,
1: you're right. That, that's a surprising amount of detail for Iraqi to have paid for an uncomfortable Japanese-hating American to be yeah. like just showing it all off in that
0: one scene. It's it's really, it's a ton of, like, there's a lot going into it, too. Because, yeah, he's like, ah, why would you ever drink tea? Instant coffee is the way to go. And then he drinks it and he's like, bah, this Japanese coffee is garbage. And Abdul's like, that's American coffee. And he's like,
1: no, what? Nah. <laughs> oh, instant coffee is garbage, though.
0: Instant coffee is terrible. He should grind his own. It's The 80s, though, what yeah. do they know? Coffee technology has only gotten better.
1: It was, he's that's bleeding edge technology he just used there, instant coffee, exactly. Instant of, coffee, probably like lukewarm water,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, it's Abdal was making tea, yeah. Like Tea, depending on the t- like green tea, is oh man, I was already getting real nervous. like green tea is usually brewed at 160 degrees, and coffee you want at 200, exactly. What? Yeah, it's so too like, cold, it's too cold. He's never gonna have decent coffee. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was nice to get a check in with. I just love Jojo's uh, Joseph's outfit, and I'm so bummed he's not wearing that again the next time we see him.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. He changed outfit changes, man.
0: Yeah, he 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 basically invokes his mom, Lisa Lisa.
1: Jonathan, I love uncomfortable Jonathan, grandpa. Jonathan comes from the age of outfit changes. I got a feeling we're not going to see Jotaro do a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> God, I remember how many times, like Jonathan, Jonathan had like what, 13 episodes and he had, he had some great costume changes. Yeah, he did. At least four or five on top of my head. Yeah. Joseph had a co- Joseph wore hats from time to time. I feel yeah. like that was his move.
1: Oh, he, he did more than hats. Like you remember the, he had that uh, weird, like, padded shoulder vest or sh- uh, shoulder... Um, oh, you're right, yeah. Back when we first met him and then he moved to the, like, shirtless ensemble with the mask. Then he started wearing the scarf and then he oh, eventually yeah. comboed that with, like, the... Uh... Like, he had a completely different outfit when he started wearing the headband from... Uh...
0: Yeah, from Caesar, yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like Caesar really opened his, his style, his style gates well, or whatever.
1: Have. He had to have.
0: God, they were best buddies. Um... God, I don't even know how to describe where we're going. Oh. Um, dear Penthouse. <laughs> you'll never guess what happened to me. <laughs> uh Jotaro is at the uh is at the school nurse, which makes total sense. like the dude's leg has completely been bursted open um and the nurse has like like huge boobs, like it really sticks out even before later on like, she's, she's drawn like yeah, I think so. yeah,
1: I feel dumb for not noticing that then.
0: Or maybe, maybe that's more of a statement against me, but I was like, man, she looks ridiculous because most characters are not like over the top. Also, the whole scene just seemed, she seems kind of flirty and there's two other students in there and she's like, all right, I got to, she takes out a pair of scissors. It's like, well, we got to cut your pants to get to that wound. He's like, don't cut my pants. I'll take my pants off before you cut them. She's like, all right, well, go take your pants off. And I'll go uh, take the temperatures of these two delinquents so I can kick them out of here for faking their illness.
1: Why wouldn't that have been the default? It's like, you probably get that tailored, sewed back up. It's like, nope, your pants are ruined. It's going to cut them.
0: I don't think she was going to cut them that much, though. Or maybe she was. I don't know.
1: I think she's going to cut the whole leg off.
0: Oh, I guess so. Maybe that's the, Yeah. Oh, whatever. Then the greatest thing in the world ever happens, because that handkerchief he got from uh, Kakoin falls out of his pocket and he picks it up, and there was a handwritten note in the handkerchief, and I wrote it down verbatim. Jotaro Kujo, I will kill you today with my stand! Signed, Noriyuki Kakoin. Love. Kiss, kiss. Hug, hug. Yeah. Kisses. Smooches. <laughs> Noriyaki Kakoin. Bing, bing. BS. See you later. See you later. Love you, ring, senpai. Bing. Dear senpai. Uh... I just love that I will kill you today with my stand. God. The
1: other students in that room, though, are the the weird greaser kind of punk.
0: Yeah, is
1: really popular in this. this... Straight
0: up bonchos, man.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like two dudes that could fit in like uh, in like Hajime no Ippo or another anime. Like just some just some punks. Mm. They look like Kuabara from uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. I'm just yeah. throwing out anime references.
1: Yeah, straight up Kuabara. Cool uh. They're there faking, like, I don't know how much sympathy we're supposed to have for them, because they're, like, p- clearly faking being ill, according to the doctor.
0: Yeah. Well, she doesn't seem to mind either. It's like, ah, oh, these yeah. two dudes are just hanging out here, and I'm going to take the temperature and kick them out.
1: Well, I feel bad for them.
0: Yeah, I also feel bad for them. Like, Here's was, why we feel bad for yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, The nurse, we then pan back after reading the note, the nurse is foaming at the mouth and swinging a pen around like nuts. At first, I thought she was, like, cutting herself, but it's ink that she's spraying all over the place um and she's just babbling and and yelling and the two dudes are like hey uh that's not a thermometer that's a pen please don't mess around with a pen she's like ah rah, rah, rah. and uh jotaro notices there's this like neon green tentacle sticking out of her leg and then she stabs one of the two dudes in the eyeball <laughs> ad break oh
1: god i was like yeah she started when she started brandishing at them i go oh no god no
0: I thought she was gonna cut one of them or slight. I didn't think it was gonna be eyeballs.
1: I don't know if I thought eyeball so I thought she was gonna kill them with a pen.
0: Did uh was uh Verb was censored. Was uh was uh Crunchyroll censored? It was like shadowed.
1: How so? Like when she does the stabbing? Like
0: when she stabs him in the eye, there's like a shadow over the uh over the stabbing.
1: God, I don't remember it like that. Yeah. Uh yeah, there there's still a shadow there.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, not that I want to see a pen go into a guy's eye. I was just no. like, oh, hey, look at that. Yeah, Saved it for the stabs,
1: there's like a shadow there, but I'm still feeling it.
0: It's, it's some old school God. JoJo's a Bizarre Adventure violence.
1: It is. And they're like, wait, that's not a thermometer. That's a pen. It's like, what? I you need a closer
0: look. And she yeah. stabs
1: it's, him in the eye.
0: It's terrible. I feel so bad for that dude.
1: Do you need um, a closer look too, JoJo?
0: Yeah. God, yeah, we got a quick ad break, um, and uh, the dudes run off one after another, and then she goes for Jotaro. She goes to stab him in the eye too. Uh, fortunately, he's able to like grab her by the hand, grab the grab her hand, and kind of like like pushes it off to the left. So she stabs him in the cheek, but not the eye.
1: He can't. Well, this is where we get the moment. Like, uh, he can't fully stop her. She's a lot stronger than a woman should be.
0: Oh no, yeah, yeah. boy, uh, you get that I shit the, again. Here, you're so you're good at catching me because I leave this stuff out of my summary. I'm like, well, I don't want to, uh, but thank you for calling the anime out of that. Jotaro says a lot of troublesome stuff about women during these two episodes. He does. But he's 17. I don't know.
1: He's 17. This is in the 80s and it's the being 80s. written in the 90s probably. Uh, I don't know when he's writing this.
0: Uh, Hold on. I'll go back. He wrote this in uh, 1989.
1: 89. Okay.
0: Yeah. So the 80s. Mm. a million years ago
1: i mean he's like this buff fighter dude who probably doesn't actually train to get his buffness
0: yeah he's just naturally strong i don't he's well that you get this feeling i don't maybe i didn't focus on this enough but the flashbacks of him being a sweet like this seems like he 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 went hard recently
1: like a 90 degree turn somewhere in his life yeah
0: Like we don't we're not given the inciting incident. He seemed like a real sweet kid. And he's like, Mom, I want to come home and eat your cooking. And like
1: he almost had his like great great grandfather, great great grandfather, grandfather him, great great, yeah, great great grandfather's eyes in those scenes. Yeah, he looks all innocent and I miss you miss Jonathan.
0: Yeah. He 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 seemed like he was Jonathan until he wasn't. Yeah. Hard wasn't. Um then we have I love this reveal. Uh, while Jojo is being or Jojo is being stabbed in the face with a pen, the camera pans over, and Kekoyin is just like, sitting in the window, <laughs> just watching this happen. Um, and he is no longer a menacing painter; he's a menacing puppeteer.
1: Oh, yeah, you he's see? got like a little mannequin and a little puppet. Yeah,
0: he's got like puppet strings and a mannequin. Uh, he basically uh, marionette. Did...
1: Sorry, that's Marion- not a yes, marionette. Yes, thank you.
0: The little, he has a marionette, and then he explains that his stand is called Herophant Green. And uh, we we kind of get the naming uh, the naming scheme of how this works, uh, but we'll, we'll we'll get into the episode where they expressly talk about that a bunch. The
1: scheme um, being whatever the fuck Iraqi feels like doing at the moment. No, it's
0: a tarot card and then a color. Okay. Um, magician's red, harifant green. Oh yeah, because uh, we'll up to this point, to we there.
1: still haven't named Jojos, have we?
0: Yeah, it's just the stand.
1: It's still just his. Yeah, you got nothing.
0: We'll get there. <laughs> okay. Um, the nurse's shirt has, uh, ripped open in the struggle. (laughs) Of course. Dear, you'll never believe what happened to me. Um, and while that's all happening, uh, Jotaro notices there's like, like eyes in her mouth. Like there's like a little thing going on in there. So he goes in and goes to kiss the, uh, the evil out of her, so to speak. And when he does so, the word bang appears on the screen.
1: (laughs) A bird shoots out into him
0: yeah oh my god it is like the bird (laughs) he goes fishing um and what it so at first i thought he was going into bite but as he's kissing the nurse um his stand actually bites the the enemy stand in the head a bites hero and as he pulls back from the kiss uh, his stand rips Herophant green out with his teeth and uh pulls it out we can see kakion like having like teeth wounds and head pain as his stand is being assaulted. Um, Jotaro comments that he's going to he's gonna take Kekyoin to Joseph. And we have a little bit of a back and forth. And uh, he reveals that he has the ability to do an emerald splash, uh, which is a real neat thing where it's like you see like liquids and, and fluids coming out of his stand. And even though it looks like it's like all liquidy, he actually shoots what looks like diamonds, or I guess emeralds. Yeah, people.
1: a green gemstone of some kind it's weird that it's almost like a stock it's one of those like stock animation things because you don't actually get to see them in the scenery it's yeah. just from like you just get like this green flashy scene and it comes out and it almost feels kind of lazy to do it that way
0: yeah you gotta you gotta shoot all the emeralds you gotta shoot yeah. all the emeralds they don't actually I- see it hit him like it just
1: it goes yeah. out uh, Almost like he pretends to get hit. Is almost how it feels.
0: Yeah, you'd almost think that. Well, I mean, they they shoot him at the camera, and then you see Jotaro fly back. And... Like a Power Ranger thing.
1: Like, you know yeah. how like they do an attack off camera, and then they all fly back like they got hit by it?
0: Yeah. And that's what
1: it feels like.
0: It does feel a little like that. Um, I'm not too wild about this fight, so I probably won't go too much into details of it. That's... I know that we usually go heavy into details because there's, like, a lot to talk about. That's fair. But, uh... Like, they just kind of, like, smack talk back and forth. Uh, Kekoin is like, um, we notice that the nurse, like, b- kind of, like, has a blood explosion. And he's like, that's your fault, Jotaro. When you pulled out my Mustan, mustang doesn't like sunlight. She's hurt because of you. And they basically just smack talk each other until the words menacing appear over Jotaro and he gets the, the upper hand. He becomes more menacing than Kek- then If
1: you just had the decency to die, she wouldn't have got hurt.
0: Exactly. We then have a really weird scene where Jotaro basically uh, explains to everybody that he kind of sucks. He's he's like a he's like an asshole, but he's not evil. Is basically his summary.
1: It's a flashback. Yeah, we get a bunch of like uh, like single image flashbacks of him like just being. Like, I don't pay for food. I don't like. I beat yeah. up my high school
0: teacher because he. Was a teacher, I guess. He was like, I beat up a jerk teacher once, and I, I beat up a guy. He, he beat, he got in a fight over someone over like, there's a. At first, I'm like, wait, why does it say ramen up top? I'm like, oh, he's literally fighting someone over ramen, I guess.
1: <laughs> like oh, we have a color shift too when he's doing this. We get back in, when we get back into reality, yeah. all the colors are in a weird, different hue than they were before.
0: It looks kind of neat. I also wrote that in my notes. The colors go nuts.
1: Which. Uh, would yeah. make more sense if we didn't literally have a color-based.
0: Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> villain right now, <laughs> because now like Jotaro's stand is green, and Emerald, and Herofent Green is purple. Like they've yeah. switched colors. Um, Jotaro exclaims that he will be the judge, and uh, <laughs> they have like a. It I do kind of like the look of this. Like Harufent Green goes like full tentacle mode, and like they kind of jump around until Jotaro is grabbed. And then it seems like uh, Kekuin has the upper hand, and he fires off another Emerald Splash. But in like the I guess lamest way possible, Jotaro defeats it by just blocking.
1: You're right. Like what you were saying earlier, this fight doesn't have a lot of love for it.
0: Like he doesn't outsmart him. He's just like, I'm just stronger. Like he's just like, oh, you seem real clever, but I'm just stronger than you? Like he blocks He blocks the blast, and he's like, yeah, your your stand isn't as good as my stand. This... And he then... I, at first, I thought he was punching, but he 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 starts doing like the ora 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 thing. But instead of punching him, he shakes him. Yeah, <laughs> he's like ora 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 shake 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 I... shake.
1: This whole scene feels like substandard from what we just got used to in part two. Yeah, like uh... why all of a sudden did Hierophant Green have tentacle powers everywhere?
0: Oh man, I I guess it, maybe I don't know if this will make you feel better or worse. There A lot of people complain about this fight and, like, CatCoin in general about this part, and there are not similar complaints for the rest. Like, this is the early couple of chapters. There's a lot of complaints about the, the first couple bit because it There's, feels a little sloppy, and it, uh, Iraq- it really starts to come into its own.
1: Iraqi wanted to try new things, and he's got learn, to learn on his way to get there, I guess.
0: Yeah, we're definitely watching someone figure something out. I mean, because the thing is, it's like you kind of come to this. We live in a world where, like, this is so popular persona happened. Yeah. Like, like the, the, this concept of like you having a spirit representation with abilities has permeated like a ton of stuff. So watching someone invent that and like, like kind of like not do great.
1: (laughs) We haven't even had really an exposition about it yet though. They just said, yeah, you have a stand and there's no like, this is like what a stand physically is hasn't really gone into any details any explanation whatsoever yet it's like yeah you just got like a ghost that fights for you right now is what we're at right now
0: yeah and it it seems like maybe he got like his eyes were a little too big for his stomach uh so to speak with like the idea of like what stands could do or what they can't do like it, it just feels like um this fight in particular like the painting thing he, he, like, so overdid it with the painting idea that this just becomes, like... It reminds me a little bit of that one bit of the Whamu, um Caesar fight where they're just throwing bubbles and wind at each other. Where it's just like, I oh, don't know, it just, just kind of runs out of steam. Uh, the Jotaro does hit him so hard, the school kind of explodes. That's kind of fun.
1: Yeah, that's good. All the way, like, his stand, like, uh, his so far unnamed stand kind of makes the fist to, like, one finger at a time. Yeah. Like one finger and then bam, like half the school is exploded and they all get to go into their own isekai now.
0: Yeah. People think it's uh, people are like, Oh my God, it's a gas leak. And yeah. I do like this is we have this big moment where it's like, it's because of you, this nurse is dead. And like, Jeter walks over and like, ah, she'll be fine. Yeah. And it takes, yeah, it leaves. <laughs> Just, they didn't want
1: any kind of moral implications. there. It's like, ah, he she looks lives. at the camera and
0: goes like, yeah, she's fine. She's Look, fine. Don't think we, about it.
1: We don't want to write any more about this. We're not coming back. Going.
0: We're not coming back. Whatever. <laughs> uh, we then go. We get another ad break. So I guess there's two ad breaks per episode now. We have uh, the stats for Harrow and Green. Who knows what any of those mean? <laughs> and uh, when we return, we're back at the Cujo house. Um, I I don't. Maybe this is this is just me. It's really weird. But I'm 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 enjoying Holly. Like she's hugging a picture of Jotaro. and it's like even though he's at school, Jojo must be thinking of you. And then Jotaro appears holding the bloody body of Kakyoin on his shoulder and goes like, I'm not thinking of you. And Holly immediately goes into, oh my god, you've murdered someone. It's finally happened.
1: (laughs) He's got like a half-dead person on his shoulder.
0: He's like, is that a body? Do we need to hide a body?
1: Uh, Holly, something's not right with her, right? Yeah. Something is not okay.
0: Yeah, so he he like wanders off and then she kind of thinks about him and then he turns around real quick and goes like, hey, you look real pale. You look pale since this morning. You okay? And she's like, oh my God, my son does love me. And he walks off. Um, we then have the final scene of the episode where uh, Joseph looking over Kecky goes like, This man will die soon, but don't worry, Jotaro. It's not your fault. And in fact, the only reason he's loyal to Dio is because of this weird shit. And he's got like a growth on his forehead that was hidden by his hair. And then the episode just ends. Yeah, it just ends. (laughs) So yeah, welcome to the new new age of JoJo.
1: No, uh, we didn't get any like slow guitar roll into our credits or anything.
0: I know, missing roundabout real hard right now.
1: Missed it super hard because we don't even have like a real outro yet.
0: Yeah, no, it's just It's, it's just, just black,
1: just black, uh, just a black screen with white uh, credits scrolling by. Nothing, like, nothing's going on here. It's not even, like, real music. It's just, it feels almost like a... There's no song. It's just, like, a, a soundtrack from a Mega Man stage or something playing in the background.
0: Yeah, it, it does feel a little under... I mean, it's this weird thing where you wonder, it's like, oh, this has double the episodes, but, um... It's like, does that mean they had? I wonder if it's double the episode's same budget. Like they had to stretch the money.
1: Maybe they they couldn't get the license for another real song to put here. Oh man! Because man, this is like, this isn't just the absence of Roundabout. This is straight up. They didn't even bother to like try and like replace Roundabout to do anything better here. It's just it feels let down. I I was let down when I got to the credits.
0: Yeah, it's a real. I think the overall, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this journey, but this is definitely the first time I kind of feel like uh, a little bit of a stumble for the show to a certain degree. And that could just be like a cultural thing where it's like he was so excited to do Japan that he got way too jap. Like, I, I I'm a big fan of like the Japanese interpretation of the rest of the world more than I am like Japan, I guess
1: at least as far as this series went, but i kind of agree yeah um
0: yeah where it's like 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 deadly premonition like i love japanese david lynch (laughs) because it's so wacky like i don't think i want to play a detective game in japan maybe i would maybe
1: well you sat through you sat sat through fatal frame so
0: (laughs) that's not a detective game Taking not. pictures of ghosts. That's the first form of psychography. There you go. Psychography. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, before we wrap this episode up, I guess we'll 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 touch on a couple of things. So I don't I don't think either of us are really that into Jotaro yet or at all.
1: He hasn't, he hasn't had this chance to grow on me. Um and he's got a lot of we're right out of the gate, a lot of reasons to hate him and not a lot of reasons to like him yet, which if you're gonna play on like a long arc like if he gets a redemption like they have got enough time to turn us around on him
0: yeah we're definitely
1: out of the gate not liking him
0: yeah and i guess i guess you're totally right this shows so much longer than the last one there's so much more room for him to develop like there's there's actually he has a need to develop it's not like joseph where it's like you know you have to just immediately go in there um they're in less of a rush, I guess, in all honesty. Speaking yeah. of Joseph, how do you feel about Old I love Old Man Joseph?
1: Old Man Joseph is great. I still love him. I'm
0: glad he's not at least unlikably racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's played like he's I mean the, the the thing is it's it's weird because it's played like a joke like like the way they go for it too, where they're just like, ah, oh, stupid Japanese coffee. It's like he's he's so stupidly, yeah. I don't know. It's not uncomfortable. Right it's it's like he's angry i mean it was a little worrisome when he kicked that japanese dude in the knee like last season but last like
1: season. i'm gonna treat that as a different joseph because it looks like a different one
0: yeah it's just it's not as active and it just seems yeah i
1: where's don't know his, where's his walkman pat
0: i know did he leave it at the airport where what is happened? his walkman wait left sony he... advertisement place did he leave it on the plane
1: oh that'd be so sad if, if he can afford a three hundred dollar camera to take <laughs> random glamour pics of Dio, he's probably he okay.
0: He had to trade it in. He traded it in for the camera. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, gosh. I guess the also uh, on the we have a, uh there's not enough Abdol for us to Abdol for us to really have a discussion, right? Like...
1: Yeah, I don't think we've seen a whole lot. He he didn't have a whole lot of talking. He had like one quick fight with JoJo that was mostly like, oh, "I got him out of the cage. I got him out of the cage. Hey, can I can I put him in the hospital? Yeah, can I can we can we burn him, please? <laughs> um, we know that he's definitely more. We we got enough sense that he's more uh traditional uh more respectful of tradition than than Joseph is. Um, at least because he was, he was there geeking out over the tea ceremony. It's like, I love this tea ceremony thing. This is very fascinating. How are you doing with your macho over there?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's like a stoic. I mean, that'll be like a, a thing where, um, yeah. I mean, you could kind of tell from the intro animation, this is an ensemble show. Like there's a squad this time. So maybe right. having, having a stoic character is super important for that. One
1: of those squad guys looks kind of familiar. Pat.
0: What do you mean? He doesn't look like nobody and <laughs> not anyone dying not anyone yet not anyone who's
1: going to die <laughs> no. immediately. <laughs> no won't last past three days what
0: no what what do you mean there's no reason i remember the name <laughs> <laughs> there's literally no reason oh
1: that's a lot worse than seeing caesar's headband in the intro for part two <laughs>
0: At least, I mean, you. I don't think, you said that you didn't put too much thought into that, right? I straight
1: up never put that together until the oh, thank episode. God.
0: Thank God. Thank and God. then
1: it was like there, and all of a sudden I felt like an idiot. Yeah.
0: It was this a, one, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do and you it's, mean?
1: It's funny, because they avoided even having an intro in the first episode. They could have kept doing that for one more episode if they wanted to.
0: Yeah. Or they could have kept him in the shadows. We could have had... Something. I mean, well, his silhouette's pretty identifiable.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> really is.
0: That's the problem. Both of the other two characters have such identifiable silhouettes. There's this Kekyoin and Guile. So it's like, right. oh, yeah. Or or actually, I mean, he looks more like um, the King of Fighters character, Benamaru. He looks more like... Well, Benamaru yeah. is him.
1: Well, Benamaro is like taller, hair Guile. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Benimaru is literally based on this dude, though. Like, it's it's exactly that guy.
1: I I think you're being you are you mean that right? Like, it actually is because I would Yeah, see like,
0: it. they're like, yeah, we we based yeah. Benimaru is was is an homage to him. Um, as you as you will slowly but surely over the years realize where every fighting game character came from. Rose is named Tico.
1: Is it Rose Tico? In what? No, that's that's the Star Wars character. Never mind.
0: Okay, I was like, huh?
1: I was trying to remember what Rose's name was from um in Street Fighter. Just going back to her. I think it's just
0: Rose. She's like a mysterious just gypsy.
1: Just Rose. Okay.
0: Um, is there any other character? I mean, we I, I like Holly. Um, I mean, she's a bit character. Are we ever I think we've, we've we've covered a lot of stuff. I mean, like the return of Dio. Dio, we just need more of Dio to be Dio.
1: I can't believe how much screen time he's already had in two episodes.
0: Every time, well, I mean, it's like Star Trek. Like, uh, Joe Torre taps his star, his star-shaped birthmark to to signal to Dio to take the scene. <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I guess it's weird because it's so strange to to ask like expectations and stuff like that. But I guess yeah, well, we'll be moving on. We'll see what happens next week. Uh, do you have any final thoughts for uh, this edition of the book club?
1: I am looking forward to changing my opinion, how I feel about part three. Yeah. Because I, I, I remember part two going into it. I was already, I was feeling a little, my heart was still bleeding for Jonathan a bit. Yeah. But I remember Joseph winning me over within two episodes, at least. Well,
0: at the end of the first episode, he's Tommy gunning Strazo, Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no Tommy gun moment in this show. <laughs> that is a strong
1: point. Like Jenner's Jenner's had, nothing like that I, I was trying to justify some of the things he's done they're kind of cool but nothing is tommy going strays out in the middle of new york
0: he's admitted to stiffing the bill at restaurants
1: i mean ooh what a, he's, what
0: a, he's a bad <laughs> I, boy what a bad boy he reads shonen jump and skips out on meals i love that little self-insert with shonen jump yeah he's reading a shonen jump like a punk like every uh,
1: awesome reader would be if they defy the system
0: yeah hey kids you want to be awesome read shonen jump or it's like i guess there's a word where if someone goes like i'm reading shonen jump right now that means i'm a badass
1: right i don't know i felt like that little nod a kick or whatever you would call that was nice
0: yeah oh gosh but yeah i've just i'm i'm It's so funny because this is the stuff that got me into, like, seeing the images of this, playing Persona 2, and realizing, and reading that it's like, oh, Persona came from JoJo. I'm like, oh, what's a JoJo? And then, like, getting those DVDs at Suncoast and watching this show basically out of order. And, and kind of getting into it in bits and pieces over the year. But really becoming a fan of like the first two, becoming a fan of Jojo 2 so hard has made this return to Jojo 3 so weird.
1: Yeah, and I just, it, was it like that way for you too when you got here? Like the like you said, you watched uh, part three first and then came to part two?
0: So it's, uh, what happened was I watched all I watched part three and then I read the mangas for one and two and remembered really liking the manga for two. Mm-hmm. and then eventually i read four and completely love four uh i don't think i ever finished reading five so i'm excited when we get to the anime because i've never seen how that ends i'm aware of some of the memes i read six i think six is really cool steel ball run uh number seven is one of the coolest things ever and i just don't know how to feel about judge lion the the eighth one uh i i've been thinking about rereading it it's 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 a very it's a big departure from how all this stuff works it's very interesting
1: that's a straight up reboot isn't it like it just a Clean slate.
0: It's so weird that you know that, but it's also not a spo- Like it, it's not a spoiler if like it just reboots everything. It reboots yeah. the seven.
1: Oh wow. Okay.
0: So we are now like yeah. So it's 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 strange, but yeah, I mean we'll get there at some point.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. It's <laughs> but, just but he, it's weird going to part three right now because I feel like you know this was the JoJo everyone knows, and it's got a lot of time to grow on me, but part one and two.
0: Yeah. Part one and I, two. The confidence of part two is so great. And I guess it also, it just feels like at a certain point, I guess there's a part of me, even knowing everything that happens where it's like, really, you're going to go back to Dio.
1: I can't even imagine starting. I guess most people probably have probably start with, at least not most, but probably very popular to have started with part three or beyond. I a imagine. lot of
0: people are just straight up told to skip part one and two. And I can't These people imagine are doing insane. that. they they're, that's absurd. Well, the thing is, I, I think the problem is no one wants to watch part one. And if you don't watch part one, the beginning of part two, like part two becomes harder to appreciate. <laughs> if you don't I, watch part one.
1: I get the hesitancy about part one. I imagine a lot of people might get lost on it because part one is its, its own thing. Yeah, it, it's definitely I enjoyed it so much because of what it was, what it admitted to being to itself. Oh yeah, but it's it's not part two. It's not the rest of this anime. It's it's very much. Uh, we're doing a podcast, so I should have the words to describe it. But I'm.
0: But it's so quaint, like yeah, it's so quaint and it's so, like it's like an, like it sounds mean to be me like it's like an elementary school play or a student play. Like JoJo One isn't perfect, but it's trying so gosh darn darn hard. So you have to be like, well, look at you go! I know, yeah.
1: Because I can remember, like, when I think of JoJo One, the scenes that stick with me are like scenes where uh Jonathan and um Zappelli were standing shoulder to shoulder, just kind of like giggling with each other about oh, yeah. what was going on. It's like, oh, ho, ho, ho. gentlemen, Jonathan.
0: Yes, <laughs> I can lift your hamon. Yeah, or I can even lift this rock. Yeah, and the the giant leaf thing the, the, the life magnet amon and
1: <laughs> or this the sudden time jump to like collegiate oh yeah Another eight ago you know, eight years ago we're great on this team together but you're gonna betray me one day I haven't forgotten about how evil you are inside. Yeah. <laughs> the sudden like turnabout <laughs> it was it's, it's like so <laughs> juvenile's not the right word. I guess quaint is, is a good yeah. term for it. It's not
0: is <laughs> I I love it. It's like I wanna all the ways I want to describe that show are going to make it seem like I think it's trash or like I'm trying to be mean. But I still, I still really, I still really like that show. It just, it's it's lacking in certain ways, but it has enough charm to get by. Right. Where I honestly feel like JoJo 2 um, is in on the joke. Like, JoJo 1 can be funny in certain ways because JoJo 1's hilarious, but it doesn't know it's hilarious. Like, JoJo 2 is funny. JoJo 2 is great. Um, I mean, the only problem with JoJo 2, really, is just the the Nazis are there.
1: So much Nazis.
0: There's well, so many. What was what was Joseph singing? Like, happy fun time. <laughs> happy fun time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, uh, we've only seen Santana kill Nazis. We can't worry too much about it. Yeah. Them. God, what a murderer's row that second season had. You go from Strazo to Santana, right into Wham, ACDC, and Cars. Yeah. Then you got Wired Beck ah
1: spike guy right
0: yeah wired back spike guy (laughs) wired back and doobie and donna bang
1: spike guy who was literally just like jack the uh, jack the ripper just with spikes instead of knives
0: oh my god who had to be informed that he wasn't part of the show anymore (laughs) he was He got canceled the second he showed up. It's like, no, we won't be needing you.
1: Oh man, I miss I miss the Lisa Lisa show that never was.
0: Oh man, Lisa Lisa's so cool. But yeah, I guess that's the thing. It's like I'm not fully excited. I I guess I wasn't ready to say goodbye. I don't know. Because it's like I just want I just want more of JoJo 2, more than I want to watch these guys do. I know we'll get there, and I'm I'm because here's the thing: this is the most popular JoJo for a couple of reasons. And I think once this gets cooking, we'll be like, hell yeah. But we're not there yet. We just watch two episodes a week.
1: <laughs> right. And like you said, though, like these first two episodes feel very much like Araki shifted gears, and he still hasn't quite found where he's doing this yet.
0: Well, it's like the first time you cook something or you bake something, and you're like, ah, oh, shit, these cinnamon rolls did not turn out the way I wanted. All right, let me try that again. <laughs> Like he kind of knew what he wanted, but he didn't quite just nail it. I don't know. I just the the a thousand different ways to say, like, I'm excited to do to watch more of this. It's just I I just emotionally am still so attached to what we were watching.
1: Exactly. That said, I imagine part of this is at least gonna turn around when we get the full squad together.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the, a lot of the charm.
1: The intro definitely makes it look like it's a squad thing, like you were saying. Like, we're going to get a team. We're probably going to most get most of our charm from when all five of them are interacting with each other.
0: Yeah. So right now, we haven't put the band together yet. We don't have all the instruments. Mm-hmm. We Also, you know what? Can I make a big, big swing at this? No speed wagon. And oh, there's, yeah. no, there's no speed wagon. There's no smoky wagon. You're no pretty- one is describing the things that are happening.
1: We lost the most important part of all of these. Was the hype man?
0: God damn! I hope that mysterious guy that looks like Kakuyoin.
1: <laughs> Maybe he can hype us in the future with his art. I, to,
0: I, think, probably, tall he's, he's I think tall good. hair. He's probably tall hair. the
1: guy. You know, I'm just gonna say it right now that that artwork he had of Jojo of uh of Jotaro was crap. It wasn't <laughs> even a great painting. <laughs>
0: I guess I forgot to mention that once he's done with that painting, like after the attack doesn't work, he throws that painting into a tree and it shatters and that doesn't hurt Jojo. Not at all. You're like, oh my god, it's like a voodoo doll. Nope, he's just done with it. Oh, he's leaving. Uh, (laughs) He writes him a note! He writes him a content note and signs (laughs) his name. I'm gonna kill you with my
1: stand. And Jojo doesn't... Here's the thing. Jojo had that note immediately and didn't read it. Yeah, he didn't read it right until the second before.
0: Do you think Ikoye was waiting move. for him to read it? He had to have been. He's been following him all. It's like read the goddamn, read it, read it. He didn't uh, even use it on his leg. Like is just going like, did he just pocket my handkerchief? J- J- is he not even going to use it?
1: Jotaro bust, uh, busts out once, to, like wipe his brow, and then the sh- it, like over in the bushes,
0: oh, smears the. <laughs>
1: Like, over in the bushes, I don't even remember his name. Kakio? What's his name?
0: Uh, Kakioin.
1: Kakioin. It's just over in the bushes going, come on, come on, open it! He just, like, wipes wipes some sweat off, walks away, he's like... God! How long can man go without opening a handkerchief?
0: Please! Do it!
1: Do it, you (laughs) son of a god! He's got his little, uh, his marionette, like... Out ready to go, and then he's gotta be disappointed for like the next two
0: hours. He's trying to get people to sneeze he's trying to control people to sneeze on Jotaro so he'll use the <laughs> handkerchief on himself. He'll spill soup on him. I'm gonna spill soup. He'll have to use that handkerchief. All right, that's already fun to talk about. Yeah. All right, so I, I feel like uh, wow, this was we talked more about these two episodes than we've done any of our three parters. So maybe we had some things to say. <laughs>
1: We, there was a big transition. There was a lot of stuff to say.
0: Yeah, man. All right, so uh, with this, we're here on the Stardust Crusaders. I guess I forgot to say that at the start of the show. Let's 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 crusade some stardust.
1: I didn't see any stars. I didn't see any dust. I didn't see any crusaders.
0: <laughs> we'll put it on the board when we get all of those <laughs> things. We will get we will get stoked. Alrighty, so endeth. The book club for the day. Book is closed. And book out.